0: You're listening to Everybody Eats, where we sit down with the best and brightest hustlers, entrepreneurs, go-getters, and professionals.
1: Join us as we create the ultimate network and change the business narrative from the ground up. All right, let's Let's do do it.
0: it. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to another installment of Current Events from Everybody Eats Podcast. It's your host, Bensky Belazare. We got our host, Edom XP over here, and we're joined with a special guest, Mr. Emmanuel Perez. Emmanuel, say what's up to the
2: people. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's good to be here, Obeski and Edem.
0: For sure, for sure. So um, we started doing this a couple of weeks back. We did one it was just Edom and I, we covered a couple of things on the market. So we're going to start doing this a little bit more often, just covering your current events, all right? So actually, today we're not hosts. We say today we're anchors, right? So we're not <laughs> hosts, we're anchors, we're bringing you guys the news. So it's a little bit different. Um... So before we start, you already know the deal. Make sure you're following us on all platforms. Our YouTube channel, Everybody Eats Podcast, on Instagram, Everybody Eats Pod, Twitter, EBE Pod. Um, you want to make sure you're following us on all platforms, all our updates and things like that. Um, and one more thing before we start, I really want to give a shout out to Emmanuel Perez because. For you guys who haven't heard, I'm, if you if you listen to the podcast, you've heard this story. But real shout outs to E-Man because he was one of the big reasons why we started the podcast. Back when I first moved down to uh, Virginia, me and him, we got some Chipotle. I remember yo. that night. We got some Chipotle. Um, and I was telling him I had the idea for the podcast. And, you know, he was really big on accountability. And I was like, yo, I got this idea for the podcast. I kind of like gave out my game plan. This is what it's going to be about. You know, this is all I want to do. Um, but I was like, I was being honest. I was like, yo, like, I'm nervous. I'm scared. Like, I don't want to start yet. You know? And he was like, yo, you got to next week to drop the first episode. I was like, dang, I, like, I can't not do it at this point. So, um, honestly, thank you. Thank you again for that push. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, once we put out that first episode with, you know, me, Edom, and then after that, me, Edom, and Corey, we started like hitting on a roll we just been rolling since, um, and we mean to get you on the podcast for a minute now. Um, but things happen, you know what I'm saying? But you know, this is kind of last minute, you know. So yesterday we we're like, yo, gotta get you on today, gonna do some current events. So um always gotta, you know, I'm always thankful, you know, I having good people in your circle, having that influence and pushing, pushing me, um, you know, to get this like officially started. And obviously, you know eat them for you know being part of it as well. So gotta make sure I put I give give my thanks and praises before we start today's episode so people know what it's
2: about. Yeah, no, not a problem at all, bro. Um it's amazing. Like you and them are on season two now If everybody eats and you know over 50 episodes. And it's it's beautiful. Just the um like it's it's grown so much since you know we talked about it <laughs> that back in 2019 in, in Chipotle. So it's this is all because of your guys' hard work and efforts, and I'll continue to support however I can. And I, I heard on um, the other uh, like other segment, this is called, I think Edom said, everybody eats brings you today's meal. Is that how you guys are gonna like frame this? Yeah,
0: right. So we we're, I think I was still working sorry, on it. <laughs>
2: but I think I feel like
0: I gotta I gotta come up with a nice title, right? Is it gonna be like you no know, your weekly meal? Is it gonna be like I don't know if it is it current events? Is it weekly meal? I feel like I still gotta work on like framing it and branding it. Um, but I like that that like weekly meal or something like that. So um I yeah. have to make that official. We have to make that official. Meal of the week, meal of the day. Weekly meals, something like that. So,
1: um, like Robin
2: Hood has their email segments. Um, I don't subscribe, but <laughs> uh,
1: the b- bazingas is that what they call it? Oh, they have it. Or, uh, no, Robin Hood snacks, snacks Robin Hood Snacks, snacks. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Okay, okay, all right, all right. So, um, yeah, we'll brand that, we'll brand that. so um, today's episode, right, or today's current events, uh, we're naming this the four Wednesdays of January, right? So for everyone listening right now, uh, if you've been paying attention to the news, this month of January, 2021 has been off to a crazy start. Um, so we're calling it the four Wednesdays of January, the four Eyes, right? So Wednesday, January 6th, we had the insurrection, right? You had a bunch of Trump supporters storming the Capitol. You had Wednesday, January 13th, former President Donald Trump was impeached by the U.S. Congress. Then you have Wednesday, January 20th, President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris were inaugurated. And this past Wednesday, January 27th, you had crazy market inflation with the stocks of uh, GameStop, AMC, um, and all that good stuff, right? So we'll start... In timeline, we'll start with Wednesday, January 6th, the insurrection. Um, So obviously, I'm pretty sure everyone should know this by now. Bunch of Trump supporters stormed the Capitol. um, And that was honestly a crazy day. Like, I literally remember um, I was literally working, you know, working from home, doing whatever. And uh, I remember, like, Trump tweeted back in, like, December or so, you know, he was like, yo, see you on the 6th. And like people were kind of like speculating like, oh, like what's gonna happen? But like people knew there was gonna be a protest, you know, like on the six, like that was known, but obviously we didn't know to like what extent. All right, so like, I remember I'm doing my work and I went to go downstairs to go take a lunch break and I'm watching CNN and they're like, you know, videos of the protests and all that good stuff. And like, as I'm eating, like, this was crazy. Like, as I'm eating, they're like, all right, yeah. Like all these protesters during the Capitol, they're looking rowdy, you know, they're like, all right. They're approaching the Capitol building. And I'm like, yo, like, well, in my head, I'm like, yo what if they get inside? Like, that'd be crazy. But I'm like, that would never happen. Then literally like, as I'm eating, they're like, yeah, these protests getting real close to the Capitol. They're getting onto the steps of the Capitol. Uh, yeah, it looks like they're rushing the police officers. OK, well, these protesters are getting inside the Capitol. I'm like, yo, like, <laughs> what am I watching? Yo, like, what am I watching? Like, all during my lunch break. And then obviously we saw it happen. Like, they stormed in, um, you know, a couple of protests. At the end of the day, about, I think, four to five protesters, you know, must have died. A few police officers lost their lives. They ran inside the, uh, the chamber, you know, where, where Congress holds their voting. All that, all that hoopla. Um, that was absolutely nuts. Days following, you know, they started all of a sudden. They started like arresting people and stuff like that. So, um, what you guys is what you guys takes on that? That was absolutely crazy. So that's that was from my point of view. What do you what do you guys remember? What do you guys takes on that?
1: Uh, well, personally, I remember. Yeah, just like I was I was working, um, and it was just popping off crazy you know I left my room to go where my mom works and the day room is right next door to, to my room and and she's like yo come watch this and we're just seeing mad rioters like crowned by that like that one special window that's been on every like uh article or report about this and then they're just going crazy like people are out here with flags um uh, you know trump paraphernalia screaming hang mike pence and all that stuff but my thoughts are just like you know I'm not surprised, you know. I, to be honest, and you know, if you know me, I tend to laugh and make light of a lot of things. <laughs> but I was laughing because I wasn't surprised, you know. I was really like, you know, you guys um, spent all summer demonizing uh, Black Lives Matter protesters and everybody, you know, peacefully protesting for for you know uh, equality and and justice, and then. Uh, you know you guys basically knew about this about a week or two in advance and then uh it, it got this far and you guys are all shocked and surprised at everything going on and to me I'm just like you know this is only a matter of time you know it's only a matter of time and and um I guess we kind of see like what the whole big you know um the, the aftermath of the explosion of a uh, of a. Uh, trump's uh, big l you know and and the last thing i guess the last big thing is definitely um you this just shows that you can obviously peacefully disperse a protest and you know not necessarily uh shoot or injure like uh, dozens and, and and dozens of people and, and beat them you know so. Yeah,
0: clearly it was handled completely differently than you saw the Black Lives Matters in terms of response of National Guard police officers and just so happened National Guard like they were understaffed that day like they weren't around and you know all that good stuff they weren't called like all right sure <laughs> yeah, sure um and obviously like you know police certain police officers were um you know convicted and like arrested for uh you know like yo bro like people were taking selfies with <laughs> People were taking selfies with the rioters, yo. That was crazy. Oh. People were taking yeah. selfies with the rioters. Yeah. yo. You crazy. know, it looked like, it reminded me of, what's that Kylie Jenner commercial when she gave the Pepsi to the police officer? Do you remember that one? Like, yeah. you know, I forgot after uh, which... which Black Lives Matter, you know, protest that was, but like she she tried to give that commercial horrible branding. She tried to give that uh Pepsi commercial to the uh, the Pepsi can to the police officer. That's what it looked like. They were taking selfies with the police officers, and it's like whoa, like you were not seeing that over the summer, and like obviously you just saw that they were just treated completely differently. um But yeah, what about you, Eman?
2: It was it was just insane. Like it's like first it's on Twitter, right, and then. I go on YouTube, um, to stream it live, and I'm like, wow, this people are climbing up the walls like 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 Spider-Man. And it's like, <laughs> this looks like a movie, right? And it's like where the big question is where are the police? Yeah. Um, it's like every every hour something just something else to start spiking. Um, yeah. you know, the um when the woman, uh, she she dies, she gets she gets shot. Uh, and it's, it's like the big question is where, where are the police at? This didn't happen over, over this past summer, like where were, to just repeating what you said, like where, where were they at? Cause, um, it's, it's clearly like black and white versus how, um, protests were treated versus how like these insurrectionists, uh, were treated. Um, and then again, I, I feel like the, the whole, Whole thing of stop this deal is is absolutely stupid. Nobody saw anything, but I think um, I think it was no surprise. Like this, things were building up to this event. You have things like what happened back in Charlottesville. Um, you have uh, rallies at the beginning of the pandemic last year, and you have um, like the uh, alleged um, kidnapping of uh, the Michigan governor that failed. And it was like, this This thing is going to keep on growing. If you don't, you know, put a stop to this or address it or acknowledge it and stop it, it's going to go out of control. So I think that was like the boiling point of just everything that's been going on since Trump
0: got in office.
1: Yeah, for our, for it
0: all, all, it, it it definitely also,
1: climax. Yeah, it definitely also starts with, not starts with, but another thing is, you know, uh, let's stand, um, stand back and stand by. Like, come on, bro. Come on. And, and. And additionally, to be honest, um, and, and and you know, it's a hot take, I guess, but I, I don't feel bad at all for anything that happened to those protesters and the police officers getting stripped of their jobs and all that that other stuff, because that that is just, it's, what, what is it? Like, one of the, um, that place should just have major security, you know what I mean? Like, you thought you were going to, and they're all acting surprised that, they're being met some of them were like oh they 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 maced me i don't know why they did that uh this is for democracy all that other nonsense and and just um people are out here throwing fits that they're putting getting put on no fly list like bro you're a terrorist you know and if it was and and like you said eman to your point like it's uh you know i don't know if, if if you uh meant the pun but it's literally black and white like it's Black, like the differences between the the treatment is black and white and literally black and white you know so it's just ridiculous i'm pretty sure i think there was a protest over the summer they told them they're, you know we're gonna be at the capitol and what you see a bunch every all damn near the entire space to get up to those steps was you know side to side squished with mad uh what is the national guard like come on bro come on you know, and then and then, how can you still demonize or justify um, Black Lives? I mean, demonize Black Lives supporters, and then how do you even begin to justify what happened? You know, it just goes to show, like, you know, this country, like, we we like like you tweeted, Bensky. You know, we 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 make fun of third world countries for this. America, I saw so many t- posts about, you know, if this was another country, America would go. Go into that country to save America from America. You know, like, come on, bro. We can't, we can't be doing that no more. Like America needs to really take a look at itself in the mirror. Like for the last year, we've been, I mean, more than a year, obviously, but especially like the last year, we've looked like clowns. Like it. Not me, all right. I have nothing to do with the <laughs> over there. That got not a damn thing to do with me. Y'all in the government, all you guys in <laughs> yeah. power, y'all involved in this tomfoolery, y'all look like clowns, you guys. Like, and that's it. That's all it really comes down to, so.
2: Word. I think the most amusing part for me was like, these Trump supporters you now, like they are not smarter than the average chip. Um, Like, these guys definitely lost some brain cells along the way, like taking selfies at Nancy Pelosi's desk and, you know, um at the like at the chamber and taking more selfies and photos. And then here's, here's the worst part, right? Coming back and going on live national television and like saying your name, where you're from, now, yeah, we we stormed, we stormed the Capitol. Your face is there. You don't, you must not know about how facial recognition works, how artificial intelligence works, how social media and Twitter works. We will find you especially um, Sean King, he just, every, he, I'm telling you, Sean King will find anybody. They caught you in 4K, <laughs> in 4K. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> they see you
0: in 4K, that's exactly what it is. They caught you can't them hide. in 4K. But, oh, I don't know, and,
1: and, and I guess one more point, you know, for anybody who hasn't seen our episode of Mouse Jones, he talks about, we talk about um, uh, police and and uh, lack of empathy from a lot of white folk with uh, the fear black people face and and uh, the fear black people have and the, 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 the shit black people go through when dealing with the police. And and um, just to, to to give the spark notes version, you know, he talks about how, uh, and this really relates a lot, is white people, they, they don't, they see police officers you know, you, you have police officers in your family, your uncle or your cousin or whatever, and you see police officers as, like, uh, uh, just part of the family, damn near, like, a rite of passion, a rite, rite of passage, when kind of like when you have a, a lot of military family members. So you see the police as something that works in your favor and is, is, is a positive, you know, system that is... An, it's a positive, effective system, so you don't have any fear. So those rioters and all those protesters coming in with those signs and he, feeling free to Facebook Live the damn thing and and take pictures and selfies and record themselves doing that. They don't have any fear because probably deep down in their hearts, they think they're doing the right thing. You know, and they know, and, and they feel that, you know, uh, the police, you know, would agree with them or some 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 weird, you know, I'm not, you know, I, I don't have uh, brain cells less than the average chimp, but, uh, I, you know, they feel that, I, I'm assuming, you know, that that, of course, they're in the right and that, you know, police should turn a blind eye, which they did for the most part. But
0: yeah, it's either that I honestly say, uh, dang, what's the word? Some of them felt some of them were like, oh, like it's a revolution. So they felt like they were kind of like you said, like they were doing the right thing. Some of them felt I can't find the word, but like
1: emboldened. It,
0: emboldened, empowered, or like they yeah. like they wouldn't get in trouble, essentially, you know, like yeah. you said, like they 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 have that immunity where they feel like, you know, like nothing's gonna happen. And like when something does happen, it's like, oh oh my gosh. Like, you know, some lady I remember some lady in Texas was like, I think Trump should pardon us. I was like, no, no, we got Kodak instead, you know, like <laughs> we got Kodak. We got Kodak and Lil Wayne instead. But
2: Kodak and Lil Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad Tiger King could get out. For real, man. <clears throat> hey, that
0: covers that covers the first Wednesday in January, right? So Wednesday, January thirteenth, the impeachment, right? So that was pretty uh, intense because this is the first time in American history that a president got impeached twice, right? Um, so there was a lot of uh, debate on whether or not the impeachment should follow through, um. For me, I was kind of, I was, I want to say, I, all right, I, I was kind of like on both sides on whether or not they should go uh, through it. Because uh, again, that that Wednesday, again, on my lunch break, I was watching um, the Senate hearings and the, the the Congress hearings when they were like each senator or congressman, whoever, um, was talking about why they uh, Trump should or should not. Right. A lot of the arguments were like, you know, he incited the impeachment, which I do think that he he had like a lot to um, responsibility to incite. Um, so I do think like you should impeach him on, on that account. Um, my only res- um, reserve was that, Hey, he's only going to be in office for one more week. Um, but then I kind of like, you know, so it's kind of like, is it worth it? Because even if they, cause like, you know, they eventually did impeach him, but the, I guess the talking point was like the trial to actually convict them wouldn't happen until after Joe Biden is already president. So is it worth it? Um, so I kind of just landed on the fact that it definitely is worth it. And I'm, I'm glad that they impeached him because even if, you know, the trial is not going to happen until, you know, who knows like how many weeks from now, I think it definitely sets an example that no matter who you are, like you know, and you're not allowed to go do that. You know what I'm saying? It's not a good example to say, oh, it's not a good enough to kind of push it away and be like, okay, you know, even if he doesn't get convicted, I think it's still important to impeach him because to show future presence, you can't, you're not allowed to try and incite violence and think you're gonna get away with it. You know what I'm saying? The timeline, obviously, you know, there's still, you know, it's still a pandemic, there's still an economic crisis. So it's like, you know, politically, there are other bills and other things that are going to take precedent before that impeachment happens. But still, like whenever that timeline happens, whenever that, you know, trial happens, it's still important that to again, to set an example that we're not going to let this slide, you know, no matter who you are, you can't just try and incite violence, especially against the central government, you know, and think that you're just going to go get away with it. Um, so whatever happens now happens if he gets convicted, uh, or not, but again, like set that example. We're not going to sit here and let that slide no matter who you are, you know, for future presidents, because unfortunately, like we never thought, like we never thought Trump would ever do this or anyone would ever do that. But now I want to say like a fear, but a reality If one person can do it. Who knows, you know, what bad examples that sets for crazy presidents in the future? You know, you never know. We never thought one man can do it you know what i'm saying all it takes is another person to try and pick up his flag or something like that you know pick up his mantle and be like you know that trumpism that trumpism is real you know so you never know so yeah i'm 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 glad that they did because yeah set that set that example that you can't you can't get by with that
2: i agree with you um and i i believe since he's been at, at beach and at the process is still going through if that goes all the way through, he won't be able to run for, for office again. Yeah. So that, that stops the, you know, potential comeback um, from rising back up. But yeah, we've, this 2020, we've seen the most amount of people vote ever uh, in the middle of a pandemic, which is, which is outstanding. Um, and yeah, Trump, Trumpism is, is here for who knows how long, but hopefully it, it dies, dies off soon. Yeah, for real. Eat them.
1: Yeah, I think um, <clears throat> I think uh, it's uh funny uh, We she called him Trump two times uh after this um and I think the real telling part is the fact that you know uh he had to be told by not even the vi- the president but the president elect and his vice president to go and speak out and say something and even within his comments um he hell he took no accountability you know he took no accountability he said you know what he's what he thought he felt what he said was perfectly acceptable and that to me just goes to show like the mindset of of someone in that situation you're just a big you're you're 70 wait, 70 73 years old bro you're like you're, you're you're 50 years older than me bro like come on t- take that l bro what you did was wrong and like you you deserved to lose and you lost and and just own up to it. Don't go tell people that we need to take back this country with force and do X, Y, and Z and all that other stuff. And then, you know, even I, I think they should, you know, it shouldn't end just Trump. It should come after, I don't know, that bozo who, who did the, uh, who raised his fist in solidarity with with the, um, the, the rioters and and Trump's little yes man, uh, Rudy Giuliani. So I, I just think like it, it really shouldn't end there. And um. To be honest, I personally thought Trump would get away with it, um, from being really honest, because that's just how America works. Um, he's an old white rich man, so you know, what are they gonna do realistically? But, um, I guess to set an example and to pat themselves on the back, uh, good job, I guess. Um, but we'll see what happens in the future for sure. So, let's we'll see.
2: I'm really interesting that, um, ever since you know, Twitter has censored him. And Facebook censored him. Like violence has been down, and uh, like some of those hashtags I used before, they haven't been trending um, as much as it was when he was still in office and and not impeached yet. Um, For the second time, we we gotta set the record straight. First, first president be impeached twice. That's crazy. Uh, On the good side, I'm glad you know he's been been censored. Because uh, he's been on there for too too long, just tweeting every once. Or I, I believe he had an assistant that tweeted for him, um, and, and now he can't he can't tweet. So he just yeah, he just has like you know, like you said, just take that L and, and now just suffer with it. Yeah,
0: which I'm one point about like you know all, all these accounts. Like after that, he got banned from like and like all these uh, social media accounts. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like um I feel like that was a PR move and I don't think it was actually genuine. Like why did it take you this oh, long? Of course. Like why did it take you this long to, you know, ban or censor him after all these years? To me it was the same thing with like the Black Lives Matter movement where I forgot which company did it first and then a bunch of these other companies started putting out statements about like oh we support Black Lives Matter the Is it Ben & Jerry's Okay, Ben & Jerry's I respect Ben & Jerry's because they they put out a, a sincere um you know statement and like i believe the founders actually like got arrested you know like at a protest like they were at protests and like they were about the movement right but i don't remember but like a bunch of other companies started putting out you know these like oh yeah we support we support and i was like why are you all doing this all within a week period you know what i'm saying like it took you this long for you to want to put out a statement it just felt disingenuous and again like this band just felt like, all right, cool. First it was like Twitter, then Facebook, and then it was like Pinterest and this down the third. It was like, eh, you guys, it doesn't feel this, it feels pretty fake. You know what I'm saying? You guys did it literally like a week before you left office. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have four years to want to decide to do this, and now once one week before all you companies want to go ban them in the same week. Uh, eh, it just felt disingenuous, but it already happened. What are you gonna do?
1: But. Yeah, I mean, it, that's the same thing as uh, like, um, what? What is it? Oh, when all those people from Trump's cabinets, his lawyers, all like everybody was like, one started turning their backs on him and they started resigning. You know, yeah. the the head of Capital Security, he he resigned. All those other people resigned. Like, you guys don't care. You're just trying to save your ass. You know, you're trying to do what you feel is your part in order to to um, uh, I guess. Uh, I guess, make your consumers or, or you know, your audience or whoever's looking at you feel like, okay, this person kinds of cares, you know? But in reality, like, you know, I, I personally, you know, sure, me and a lot of people, we see through the bullshit, bro. We see it, you know?
0: Yeah. yeah. It, 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 didn't, it You're trying to just save yourself at this point, yeah. but,
2: hey. I, I think about guys like, like Robert Greene in 48 Laws of Power, and in the beginning, you know, he talks, he talks about how um, power, there's always been people Around power and him being um, uh, being a pre- the previous president of the United States, he's always courted power around him. And once you know he really you know just showed his ass, it was like okay, the dominoes just started started falling one after another, like like sheep following sheep. Um, so I think things like that are they're they're going to happen with companies following each other especially in our, in our capitalist society. And, um, yeah, it just, it just reminds me from, from what I've read from Robert Greene.
0: Yeah, man. So gotta, they're trying to protect themselves. They're trying to, you know, save, save the, you know, save their behinds, but Hey, that's that. So that covers the second Wednesday in January, third Wednesday in January, Wednesday, January 20th, was inauguration inauguration of president joseph r biden and vice president kamala harris um that was real dope i had a chance to watch it again during my lunch break um i like watching the inaugurations i remember the first one i really remember was um obama's first inauguration in sixth grade yes, i remember sir. like they like you know we pretty we much like stopped had. class for the day and we got to watch that so um i like watching the inaugurations it's a nice ceremony um was pretty cool about it the poet little lo- uh, poet laureate uh i believe she's like haitian american so that was pretty cool Uh, i think she's like the youngest poet laureate um in the country so that's like for those who don't know i took like one poetry class or a few poetry classes so like a poet laureate is pretty much like the head poet like in your certain district or like in certain state or certain like city um so like if you're like the number one poet or like the best poet they give you that title of like poet laureate um so i'm pretty sure she's i'm pretty sure i read that she's haitian american so shout out to all my those um but that was, that was dope. Um, symbolic, obviously first, uh, Kamala Harris, she's, uh, Indian and black. So, you know, black person of color, whatever, you know, we want a pronoun or whatever you want to describe her as, um, you know, and first woman vice president. So I think it's really symbolic. Um, you know, I'm not one to personally, I'm not one to get too caught up in the hype of, yeah, she's a black, you know, vice president. I'm more concerned. Like, is she going to be a good vice president? You know, I don't want, you know, Like, it's important to have like, you know, black people in positions of power, but I don't, I'm personally, this is my take. I want to make sure that you're also doing a good job, right? So I'm not saying that she won't, um, obviously we all know her history of locking up brothers, you know, for having, for having weed and stuff like that. So all those jokes, all those jokes of her, like acting like Batman and like, you know, busting people for like having a gram, <laughs> having a gram of weed. Like I am cracking at those, cracking up at those on Twitter. Um, but I do, I do hope, you know, the best for, you know, her, her and, and, and Joe, um, uh, you know, president Biden's, uh, presidency, you know what I'm saying? Like, I do hope the best, you know, and I do hope that she does, um, a really good job. And I think it's also symbolic and inspirational for, you know, black women, um, black people in general, you know, obviously we had Obama, but, you know, having, you know, a, a woman vice president, obviously that's never happened, you know? And I think, you know, if people can be inspired by that, that's really amazing. Um, yeah. So, also, uh, Michelle Obama, she really stunned I don't know if you guys saw her, but she really, she really, <laughs> shit. I, to yes, be honest, I think yes. Michelle, the inauguration <laughs> up to me was low key more about Michelle Obama than uh, anything else. Like, she she was really fire. So,
2: <laughs> for me, it was about Bernie Sanders. <laughs> yeah, Bernie Sanders, yes. me, I
0: forgot. Uh, the Bernie Sanders meme. Yo, this internet, could have been an email. I, I, all he did was sit, y'all. <laughs> all he did was sit, and the and and the internet world took that and ran, y'all. All he did was take. All he did was sit down, y'all. Well,
1: the internet's a monster, bro. It's it really it's, a, it's a real monster. But uh I watched the inauguration during my lunch break as well. Um, my mom was freaking out there. My mom like loves these types of things, you know. She, <laughs> she was taking pictures of the poet laureate. She was just like. In front of the TV all day until it ended. She watched a concert. You know, I've never like my mom freaks out for stuff like this, like anything like royal wedding, my mom was on it for the last like <laughs> a leading up to it, the wedding, and then the two months of coverage after. Then when they left the royal family, my mom was on it. And I was like, yo, I I keep telling her, like, you you better be this invested in my wedding. Like when I tell you I'm getting married, when I, you know, get a good girlfriend or whatever. Like not a got a girlfriend when I like you know get a fiance whatever like you just better be invested because my mother was all over it but um I thought it was dope um but uh, to your point about Kamala Harris I definitely agree um my take personally on 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 that is uh I just hope she's not I mean she kind of did use her blackness to help her get there I feel. But I just hope it doesn't remain like a, um, I think the word is like uh, the phrase they call it like situationally black. Um, you know, you, you claim being black in certain situations or uh, events to help further your social status somewhere. So, I mean, I personally think that is what it is right now, but I really hope that um, she does do something to help us, um, us folk, so. And big ups, you know, definitely first woman, woman vice president, you know, and that above all else, like, you know, great strides in the country. So,
2: yeah, I I agree with you. I think it's awesome for, uh, for women, for for Black women and for Asian women uh, everywhere, just having that example to look up to. Uh, also, I'm that, you know she does a great job um, during her her vice presidency, and um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna need to STEMI. Cut, cut cut the (laughs) check. Cut the check. What's really cool is that I found out today is Amanda Gorman really moved me during her speech. Um, She's twenty on twenty two. I was like, yo, she's motivated me just to just to get just to grind harder. And um, those words really moved me. I found out that she'll be reciting poetry before um, the Super Bowl uh, in February. So that's that's Go. pretty cool. Like she's she's on it. She's on her grind. Nah, Before or after the weekend? Uh, that's I think the Super Bowl's on February. 7th, that Sunday.
1: Yeah, next Sunday. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that is. Awesome. Yeah, it's quick. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for uh, sure. So. Man, I'm
0: hyped. Yeah. Shout outs, shout outs to that. So, um, that was the third uh Wednesday in January. So. But last Wednesday in January, this past Wednesday, January 27th, we had to the,
2: the moon.
0: To the moon. <laughs> we had the market inflation. Yeah. So, um, for those who don't know by now, uh, so GameStop. Um, all right, first let's cover GameStop. For those who don't know what GameStop is, GameStop is the blockbuster of video games pretty much at this point, right? GameStop has been around for a little while. Um, it is a video game company slash store brick and mortar, where you go to buy and sell physical video games, um, video game consoles, actual video games.
1: Um, now controllers, they, all that it, good stuff.
0: controllers accessories, you know, now they have like uh, merch toys, um, and all that good stuff. So, um, so that's what GameStop is. Uh, The company Citron, Citron Research, um, it's a hedge fund. It's led by Andrew Left. Um, So it's pretty much, it's known for short selling, right? So short selling, again, um, is pretty much when a company will take a certain position. So for example, right, you'll borrow a stock, um, knowing or predicting that the price will go down. So what you will do is borrow the stock from somebody. For example, I'll borrow some stock, you know, a share from Edom and I'll predict like, hey, I borrowed it at $20. I predict it's going to go down to $2. I'm gonna sell it at 20 and hope that the price go down to $2. So I can buy it back at $2 and that $18 difference I make, I give the stock back to Edom and I'll pay him like a little fee. So maybe, you know, instead of keeping $18 profit, maybe it's like $16 profit depending on the fee right? So that's pretty much how shorting a stock works. Um, So Citron and a bunch of these uh, hedge fund companies, um, they predicted that uh, GameStop was going, the price was going to go down. They're planning on shorting it, which they had all the right to. Uh, GameStop, it's not doing well. They've been losing money for the past two years and they're projected to keep losing money for the next two years. They're projected to go bankrupt by 2023. So they had all the right to short the company. It's not a good company to be be investing in at all. Um, However, uh, you had uh, Wall Street bets on Reddit, which is pretty much a community on Reddit. For those who don't know, Reddit it's pretty much a huge forum. So Wall Street bets is a subset of Reddit where uh, these traders, investors, regular people, um, they said, you know what? No, like they heard that you know all these hedge funds were going to short it. They said, pretty much, no, we're not going to let that happen, and we're just going to keep buying, you know, GameStop stock. Um, while a huge mass of people kept buying it, it shot the price up, right? therefore pretty much all these hedge funders and everyone who had money that it was the price was going to go down they got screwed they lost billions and billions of dollars
1: 19 about it's about 20 billion exactly like as of today it's about 20 billion
0: that's a lot of money it was
1: nah that's not even the crazy part what like what's wild is at the beginning of the week i think i told bensky around i think between on Wednesday, not even the beginning of the week, Wednesday, two days ago, it was $5 billion. Two days later, it's 19, I guess they did further research, but it's 19 billion now for everybody who's trying to, you know, um, short the stock, they lost 19 billion. And that's, yeah, like you said, that's a lot of money. And can I take over? Sure, go, 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 go. So, um, yeah. And, uh, what's crazy is like, uh, when I used to options trade, like uh, someone, I someone uh, was always telling me about a uh, GameStop. Uh, he was always posting his thesis. He posts charts and and all these like dis- like discussion about GameStop. And I don't know if he was a part of Wall Street bets. I don't even know if he knew any of this stuff. But it was last summer, like August, you know. And because of that stuff, he convinced me. I bought three shares. I, I had sold two before this happened, but I bought three shares kept gamestop and i was just really interesting how um this was kind of predicted but to this extent no because um what had happened was i think two weeks ago i saw uh, a friend another person i know posted in the group chat about how they're reducing the margin for gamestop and i'm not exactly sure what that means i think i think it just forced people to kind of like liquidate which you know was to sell but um I think we trade on margin and that money's not technically yours you're just using you just uh using the margin you're uh I guess putting up collateral somewhere for that margin but uh they're reducing that so obviously not everyone can keep or hold what they have in GameStop uh and I, I guess that was in uh in anticipation of of it being shorted and um, uh my friend said yo this is crazy because we might potentially see a short squeeze and for those who don't know what a short squeeze is, it's literally what happened. Um, uh, people placed their bets that this, uh, uh, this would go down. And what, like what Wall Street Bets did, they, they said, no, it bought the stock and it stopped, it prevented GameStop from going to the $2 price target, right? And Bensky's example, which caused them to rush to go buy back the shares that they you know sold or did whatever with Uh, at a much higher price and GameStop was trading at at $13 to $20 before this happened so to have a stock shoot up damn near 200 uh, times its regular value is ridiculous so you can imagine all you wanted to do was short a stock and make a measly profit now and these these hedge fund companies have millions and millions of dollars so you can imagine how many shares they shorted you know just to have to pay back um (laughs) $398 times however many shares they put out. So that to me is pretty wild. Um, And I guess before I go any further, if anybody hasn't seen the big short, I think after what happened, you can definitely follow the movie a lot better. I had to watch the movie and then watch a couple scenes over again, but now I'm definitely gonna go back and rewatch the movie because this is literally like technically what the big short was kind of about, you know, these people uh, made made millions about off this, but uh, I, I'm gonna let E-Man go before I keep uh keep talking.
2: Oh no, you good? Um, that's uh-huh. gonna, I need to add add to my my watch list. Um, I just think it's crazy. It's just all companies that aren't doing well got we're in the mix of the short swings. You got you got GameStop, you have AMC, which is like okay, we're, we're not going. To, who's going back to the theaters anytime soon? Not me. Um, I'm comfortable with both my Netflix and my my other websites that I use to, yes, to connect. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> right we got we got Nokia who's you know working on 5g technology and working on on um, building 5g infrastructure uh in the moon which they, they talked about um late last year which is you know they, they talked about it, but I don't think it's in, it's in plan in the planet yet and that we have we have blackberry um, I think they're taking the focus to security, but really haven't been relevant since 2010. And then uh, Bed Bath and Beyond, um, mm-hmm. they have they've, they've been closing around a lot of stores and around my area. It's like it's all of these companies were essentially sinking ships or about to sink. Um, so it's just I think it's absolutely incredible what's what's going on. I think that the power of the internet community coming together in these forums like Reddit. And Discord to um, make a movement this huge is absolutely incredible. I was talking to Bensky uh, last night. Like, this is just the beginning. It's who knows what forms it's going to take moving on from here on out. And then um, you talk about Wall Street Bets. Uh, I found out yesterday that Reddit has also another sub form called uh, Satoshi Street Bets, named after the Bitcoin. Founder or founders, uh, Satoshi Nakamoto, and uh, they've been driving up the price of doggy coin. Went from two cents yesterday to eight cents, and now it's sitting comfortably at four cents. And this is crypto. I hate
1: everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate everybody.
2: I, have to I, in, I have had to get in. I
1: had to get in. A dollar are fucking ridiculous, y'all. Y'all are yes, fucking ridiculous. get that ridiculous. thing to,
2: to a dollar, and now I'll, I'll buy
1: a Tesla and I'll be happy fucking nonsense bro i don't care if i'm cursing crazy y'all have me so (laughs) pissed honest like all right this is great this is the best f you to you know hedge funds and and all those people who who are um who've been doing this for a long time of course if you Citrin when they publish their research you know um people are following that you know so people are gonna follow suit Citrin, melvin capital all these other hedge funds so they're gonna follow suit of course so in a sense that is uh market manipulation if, if you want to view it that way but backed with facts or backed with you know um yeah backed with facts backed with some some research at the end of the day, it's an opinion you know but um just to see like a bunch of people just say no you know it's funny it sounds real funny you know and, and it is funny of course like i said in the beginning i'm here to laugh and and I'm here for all the memes and everything. It's funny. I, the memes are hilarious. The memes, I like. I may not <laughs> like what happened, but those memes, you'll see me posting and reposting that shit on my page. But I, I, it was cool at first. But I think like um, afterwards, a lot of people were just doing a lot of dumb shit. Are you here? People were throwing their rent money at this. Like, are you dumb? Like, are you you bought a stock because the internet told you to? And now you might not have a roof over your head, or you're going to be struggling to make the, the next few months' uh, payments. All for what? For like just just to laugh or something? And that just, and and it just to me, it's just mind blowing. Like, and 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 in all honesty, the the only people who really benefited, in my opinion, were the people in that Wall Street. Well, in the people who had GameStop shares first, like before all this happened, like like myself and anyone in that subreddit who was there at the beginning of the gag you know when that when it was trading between like 60 uh 20 uh 20 and like 88 bucks you know those are the only real people benefiting but to go and and buy a stock just because you see it trending on on social media and um people are saying buy the stock buy the stock buy the stock we like the stock we like the stock like are you dumb like what is that what is that like you, common sense, bro. People were making Robinhood accounts just to buy the stock, just to buy the stock. Like, make make it make sense. If you go through, I I, I was a part of Wall Street Bets. Um, I, I am in Wall Street Bets. Um, the subreddit. I was a part of it. Um, in I, I think I joined sometime in in September. Uh, because my friend had told me about it. I didn't know he traded, and he and he said, hey, you know, this is good. This is a decent platform. So I joined it. I never really looked at it too much because. Uh, uh i don't know how to use reddit too well um uh, to me it's really complicated it's a lot thrown at you a lot of whole lot of words and moving pictures um i don't have twitter either so i you know <laughs> so um but you know back in the day when when before this nonsense happened it was at like a million subs and if you posted like uh, gags and stupid stuff like uh um what's going on now with well with uh with gamestop you would get banned some kid posted uh, recently a nine dollar gain and they let that stay up you know if you had posted that last summer you'd have gotten banned so it just goes to show like on uh, like how crazy this thing evolved and the monster it became when when this when the week first started they had 1.7 million subs right now they're at 6 million and do you really think these people are all joining because they're they're uh, educated investors or they want to like learn or whatever like no these people are just here for but I, I'm assuming they're here for the most part just for jokes not everyone here is is you know here to really learn or gain anything from it they're just here to take it to the moon or whatever if you if, honestly take like if if you've not if you haven't looked at it go take a look it's they have a subreddit strictly for um um GameStop and it's a bunch of people saying hold the stock big f you all this other dumb stuff, and and um, my friend sent me an article talking about some dude never invested in stocks before. He only made an account because back in two thousand eight, when the um when the market crashed, a police his family lost everything, and a police officer uh, escorted a moving company into his house. And he said, "Yo, I, I I don't care about making money. To me, it just felt like a a big fu. I had a chip on my shoulder, and it felt like I was getting back at them. And I'm like, all right." but that mentality to me is like it's really dumb because when all the money uh, like this the same week Tesla and Apple had earnings Tesla we know always does bad for earnings and and um uh, that caused Apple to go down but a lot of people if if you're options trading and you're involved in you know these companies for for earnings or whatever the heck going on you know people other people are losing money like my my personal my long-term investing account I had gotten like a a really good gain recently and then because of this whole nonsense they got wiped out in three A's. all because all the money in the market was just being um circulated between uh these these meme stocks you know these these stocks from companies that have no business trading this high you know like i said like um it was all fun it's funny it's all fun and games and you know it's a good like um like i'm, I'm all for i guess the little guy making making some money but you know it kind of in my opinion it's like a bit too much at, at that point it's like um i'm losing money and for for someone who who used to options trade like i said um i couldn't get into my account at all until like 10 30 a market opens at like uh, uh 9 30 right so i couldn't get into my account at until like 11 o'clock 10, or, or 12 o'clock for most of the days is happening so imagine i had some options i couldn't you know like uh sell or close or do anything i wanted with them so i, I personally was pissed because i was like you know even though i don't like do any of that as much but i like to see what's going on i like to buy some you know shares of, of x y and z stock so just to see that going on and stopping me from from doing my regular training activity is kind of kind of getting me upset but um i'll stop there oh, oh, so geez. my You're opinion i got
0: i got a, I got a couple
1: we, we see
0: we see your picture oh yeah, yeah no my battery died my camera died so um yeah i forgot to charge it it happens you know you know me so um i, I got a couple of opinions yeah i, I got a couple of opinions on this um one shout out to everybody who made money off of it right like i'm never gonna be upset for for people making money if you made money off of it good shout outs to you cash out do what you gotta do um pay attention to those capital gains taxes though um depending on how you buy sell and all that good stuff um so that's that after that um one oh two uh nothing illegal happened right so nothing you know whatever uh citron did them shorting it like i don't think necessarily that's market manipulation um i think that's just influence that's what they do people influence the market you know like trump influences the market Uh, elon musk influences the market whenever they tweet you know like uh musk tweeted something he i think he tweets tweeted like doggy once like maybe a couple weeks uh months ago and then doggy coin like shot up you know that happens it happens all the time so um and then with the with the with the you know uh wall street bets people did like i don't think it, it wasn't illegal right um however I don't think it was a lot of what people did was smart. Like, I don't think like you have to be careful when you're trading this stuff because as, as crazy as it goes up, you know, is as crazy as it can go down. And if you're not an educated investor, you might like, you just might get caught in that. You know what I'm saying? Like for like Edom said, like if you, um, the, the real winners are the people who got in or the people who, yeah, like the people who got into GameStop, like long before this started to happen, like, you know, last year, 2020, like if you just bought into it, 2020, those are like the the, the real people who think really won. But like for myself, like when I started seeing this shoot up, like 80, 90, 100, 100 something, I was like, yo, it's too late. It's too clip for me. Like, I'm not going to go in. Like, I'm not going to get lost. I'm not going to get lost in the sauce. I'm not going to get lost in that FOMO. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah, like, at that point, I'm like, you know, sure, am I missing out on potential bread, but like, I'm gonna let the market, like, I'm gonna just watch from the sidelines, you know? I'm gonna just watch that happen. It's too late for me. I don't wanna get caught up in it. Um, if you manage to make some smart moves, like, if you start to get in some like options calls, maybe some put options or something like that, um, you know, maybe, maybe you had some calls before. I don't know if, if anyone, like, I don't know why you would have a call, but if you did have a call beforehand, shout outs to you, because I know you made bread. Um, but if you had some puts while it was high thinking it was going to like on Wednesday, it was like peaking crazy at like 400 and then dropping back down to like one something another day. Like if you had those put calls he made money off of that again, shout outs to you, you made it smart. But I feel like again, like a majority of the people who did this were um or who, who, who bought, I feel like a majority of the people were just regular average day Joe's kind of just like seeing people tweeting and like, Oh, let me get in. And I'm like, you know, Eden said again in the last day, the most like, you know, dangerous person or the most like vulnerable person is the uneducated investor. Because if you don't know what's going to happen, you may oh cool. Like I made a quick, quick bucks today, but then What happens when it tanks and you just lose all your bread? Now you're tight. And then you're going to sit here and you're going to blame the government and blame Citron when it was like, bro, like you should have been doing your research. You know what I'm saying? Whenever you invest, it's like I tweeted, like when you, whenever you invest, whether you are, you know, a retail investor, just an average, average day, Joe, or your hedge fund, you're taking a risk. That's what investing is, you know? So before you do this, you don't want to just jump in because everyone else is telling you to do so. Everyone wants to get money quick, right? Everyone wants to everyone wants to make a quick buck so that, you know maybe that's driving a lot of people like oh you know people making money off of this let me just hop in but no no like that only works that that you know instant gratification only lasts so long and only works for so much you know so yeah. um that that's my take
2: yeah i was listening to dave ramsey talk about it and he was like um it's it's a thrill just similar to to gambling about what's going on right now, we we all know like what's, what happened this past week in the market is by no means normal at all. And the amount of dopamine that's hitting the brain, it even even hit my brain. I took, not gonna lie, I took uh, Tuesday. I called a put on a uh, place to put on GameStop. I'm like, all right, whatever goes up must come down. Newton, uh, Newton's Isaac Newton's third law of uh, of gravity or whatever. It's gotta come down. Came down and I'm up like like a stack. I'm like, all right, cool. And I'm like, damn, what if it goes down some more? Like it's like well, i just imagine it turns. So I'm fantasizing over here. And then it's it's nearing three thirty, four 4 o'clock, and it just it course corrects and it's going back up. And I'm like, all right, I'll wait till tomorrow. It's gotta, it's gotta hit, you know, close to round zero. Soon Wednesday, and it just spikes. And I'm like, Yo, I gotta let this go. I gotta let's go and I lost. This is this is my fault. Like the craziness and the memes have really gotten to me. And um I had nobody but to play myself. So I put myself in timeout from uh from training options. Cause it, man, like seeing other people's returns, it was like, yo, this is, I want to be pie too. Um, but I'm now I'm back to my senses. I'm like, wow, this, if this can happen to me, like just imagine everybody else who's like, who's Who's caught some blood on the streets during this week? Um, it's it's crazy. So yeah, um, thrill. What Dave Ramsey said was thrill comes with a risk, um, and it's what's going on this past week is not a strategy. It's it's a trend. To quote him. So yeah, I I put it on that note. Uh, but it's it's just crazy when you have like billionaire investors like uh, Chamath you um, backing it. He put in hundred k. And by the end of Wednesday, he made 500k. Uh, he said he'd be donating a portion of that, which I think is this cool. And then you have like Elon Musk, just been crowned the world's richest, richest man a couple weeks back. And he said, "Game sucks," and now like the Reddit community is like, "He's he's Papa Musk, like he's he's our he's our like he's our leader now." So we're going to war with him. <laughs> like, wow, like, the internet is is uh they're they're going off and the energy is is dope. But um, it's definitely being by, by the outsiders that haven't been in it from the jump. Like you said, it's it's gonna end bad
0: not for yeah. real. and and the thing the thing that comes with investing like you'll when you start investing you you'll learn like yo there's like the financial and then there's the psychological slash emotional part with it like FOMO fear of missing out is real Dangerous. you know what I'm saying it is it's it's a real psychological and it also kind of comes with like it kind of ties in with greed at some point you know you see it going up you see yourself making money um and you want to keep making money. Who doesn't want to keep making money? You know what I'm saying? And even if you're a seasoned investor, like no one is necessarily immune, you know, to that feeling of wanting more. You know what I'm saying? No one is immune from that feeling of wanting. Like obviously if you see your account going green, you're going to want to keep going green. You know what I'm saying? So it's not necessarily like we're better than anybody else. Like everyone has that feeling, but it's that mental and financial discipline to know when enough is enough, you know? Um, Some of the first rules, shout out to Drew, right? Some of the first rules um, he told me when like getting into investing, right? Number one, sorry, Manuel, don't invest. your rent money that is is, right, don't that. To that man. Don't invest in money. Don't you do that not to- invest with money that you are not willing to lose that is that is the ah. pinnacle of investing right so to, to i'm not picking just picking on you but obviously i gotta you know gotta gotta flame you a little bit but to just anyone listening you only invest with money you are willing to lose that you only invest with your extra money you know what i'm saying like yesterday when i just threw in i had like 15 dollars left in my robin hood account to go throw at doggy coin i don't know much about doggy coin and to be honest doggy coin doesn't really have any value. The literally the value of doggy coin is the fact that it's a meme. That is its value that it's a meme. Right. So I was like, yo, 15 bucks. I don't care about this 15 bucks. Let me throw it in here to just to see what happens. You know what I'm saying? If it, if, if I lose it, who cares? It's 15 bucks. I don't, I really don't care. But realistically, like, I'm not going to go be like, yo, you know, tomorrow rent's doing the first. I'm not going to go throw in my rent money on, on doggy coin. That's just not how you do it. So that's just one. You don't invest the money that you, that you need to eat with, right. Or sleep with. that's one. And then two, one of the second big rules that he told me is like, yo, um, you, you pull out your gains when it's time. You know what I'm saying? If you, if, if, like, that's why you kind of have, you kind of have to have, like, goals of, like, how much you want to make. Especially, like that applies kind of a little bit more to, like, options. You said and, profit like profit points. You said yeah, profit points, points for, right? for yourself. That applies a little bit more to, like, options and day trading where you're kind of, like, quicker money. When it's, like, long-term investing, um, you can let it sit there for how long? Obviously, if it's a company you invest with and say it's tanking, then it's, like, take your profits before it tanks. But, you know, for more, like, options trading and, like, day trading and you're trying to make, like quick curve money. Um, yeah, you need profit points, right? You have to be like, all right, you know, I made X amount. I got to pull out, even though it keeps going up, I need to just pull out and save my, save my bread here, you know, because you may feel like, ah, like I could have stayed in and I could have made more, but it's better to have that security that like I made my money, you know what I'm saying? I'm putting it away. And then, then you can be like, all right, maybe let me invest, reinvest after if, you know, I see that it has good prospects that's going to keep going up. Um, but obviously like you know people make mistakes like i made a bunch of like the reason i know this is because i made a bunch of financial mistakes you know what i'm saying like i invested mad in bread in in um marijuana stocks like back like i put mad bread towards them and they were just not the right marijuana companies to invest in now there are a bunch of marijuana companies that are like going to the moon right because i was talking to even the other day and he was like yo you should have like why didn't you um why don't you stay in so yeah, I, I was thinking back i was like why didn't i stay in and i went to go look back at the companies all the companies i, I was investing in they're still in the red they're still like not doing anything so oh, I did sell for, oh that's tough yeah, yeah. so the
1: one <laughs> you
0: so, didn't tell me that yeah yeah so I, I when i went to go look back i was like nah these companies are actually trash." <laughs> <laughs> so shout out, like, so that was, that was a good move, but you know what I'm saying? Um, there, there has to be a point where you have to, you know what I'm saying? Like take your profits, you know, and, and move on. So yeah, I, I've made those financial, like I've lost I made I lo- all those marijuana companies that I invested in. I lost all my money that like, I lost that money. You know, it happened. Those are financial lessons. even I know, you, you know, you've financial lessons. You've been trading more and more into it than you, any, any of us here, you know what I'm saying? So I know you have, you have more experience and more lessons on that. Um, but th- those are things that are like, I'm afraid that a lot of people are not learning and, or they're not taking into account because yeah, you can get mad and be like, yo, F you to all these hedge fund investors. But to be honest, at the end of the day, I, they're going to be fine. They're rich. They have rich friends, you know what I'm saying? And even if they don't have money, like rich people can always borrow money from other rich people. You know what I'm saying? These hedge funders they do this, you know. what I'm saying I'm sure this not yeah. this, it's like I'm sure this is not the first time they've lost money. Like, obviously, to this scale, this is the first time this happened, but don't believe this is the first time that they've lost something like that. They'll be fine, they'll they'll find a way. I'm not worried about them, right? So you can say F you to them all the time, but trust me, they'll be all right. The people who will or can get hurt or be more at risk Ooh, of getting hurt cool. are the retail investors, the people who don't know, who are more ignorant to the fact saying, like, let me make a quick buck. And again, if you made money, shout to you. But there are a lot of people who bought it when it's at four, you know, thinking like, let me go buy it when it's at 400 because maybe it can go to like 700. Bruh, when the SEC comes in and then Robin Hood starts halting trading and then all these big boys start playing games and then it starts dropping back down, now what happened? Now you're going to be like, oh, you know, it was the government, it was this, it was that. Like, you have to take accountability for your lessons. And that's the thing that like unfortunately a lot of people aren't just aren't doing you know so again to reiterate if you made your money i'm not being a hater and be like you know because people are you being hating for you know trying to make quick money like when rich people do it it's fine but when we do it no i'm not being a hater if you made money shout outs to you but you know, people who are investing based off of Instagram comments, tweets, and means, if you don't, if you're not smart and you're not doing it like intelligently, you're at a greater risk of losing money, especially if you don't even know what short selling is, if you don't know why this is why this is a thing, you know? And one last, last point, I was trying to talk to Edom yesterday. The, another reason this is like, I think another big deal is the fact that GameStop and like you said, AMC, all these companies are, companies that are going bank, like these are not good companies to invest in. GameStop is projected to go bankrupt. The reason the the reason you should be investing in stocks, the, like this is what I learned. Shout outs to when we did the uh the episode with Truth Jones, right? Chris and Jones. There's a difference between trading and investing, right? If you're trading options, it's more about the price point, right? So it's like, all right, you know, I'm trying to like if if it's projected to go up, you a, know
1: a two dollar move is gonna be worth a lot more money on Exactly action, on an option than, than that it is on a, on the
0: on, the, on the, because you're you're trading, you know what I'm saying? So you're yeah. more invested in like the more of the price but when you're investing, right. You're in like, you're supposed to invest like Elon Musk tweeted something today because someone asked him, like, Oh, how do you feel about GameStop or whatever of all this? And he was like, invest in companies that you believe in. That's what he like. And that's what you're supposed to do. You know, especially for like my long-term portfolio, these are companies that, you know, done research. These are companies that are projected to do well. So I'm gonna put my money in. And these are companies that are projected to do well that I believe in. You know what I'm saying? GameStop is this company is going to go bankrupt. So regardless of how high the stock price is, realistically you're not saving this company. You're not. There's nothing that you can do. The, the model is clipped, it's over. No matter like if Blockbuster was on the stock market just because the price went up to like 500 doesn't mean that Blockbuster is going to come back. It's clipped, it's over for GameStop. Like it's not it's not, you know? So right now you're just manipulating the price. It's a temporary heal, but like GameStop is not coming back. Like it's not a company you want to be investing your money in. So again, right, I keep saying it you made your money shout outs to you take your bread but just be careful if you're getting into this because this is a real dangerous game like it's volatility for a reason how you get them how yeah the way you get them is how you lose them you know it goes for relationships and it goes for stocks
1: at the same time i I just want to address i put this up on my story um and i had about 11 people message me asking if they should buy um one if that's your mentality for like investing, period. Please, please save yourself a lot of money and don't do it. Two, um, if a stock shoots up, if you you know take the time to look at the graph. If a shot shoots, if a stock shoots up vertically, like for no apparent reason, one, do your research before you do anything else. Two, like Eman said, <clears throat> what goes up must come down, and that's just the normal, that's just how it is. The stock has to correct itself. It's going to correct. So when you see something like that happen and you're like there towards the end of it, you're like like Betsy said, you're not gonna make your money. And and I I know I had people talking to me about they bought AMC at like $15, talking about, I don't know, man, it could go up to 20, it could go up to 20 plus. I'm like, yo, you guys need to like really think with your brains because emotional investing is the worst thing. Like I told Bensky, the worst thing for the stock market is the uninformed investor. And, and it's crazy. Cause a hundred years ago, we were in the great depression, you know, and a hundred years later, now we got people on the internet pumping stocks, which is r- wild, wild to me, right? On, it's crazy. Like the effect of the internet, but what people don't get is when you sell. Uh, so back in August, Tesla and Apple announced their um, uh, like stock split a little bit before that. So the market was being driven by tech. It was being, it was going up for weeks and weeks and weeks because Apple and Tesla were just shooting up. And then once August 31st hit, and both those companies had their stock split, it was all cool and dandy until the middle of the day when boom, so many people started selling their shares, you know, and and after that, uh, I, I know I got burned. I made money from from the split, and then I, I lost damn near all of it because of the sell-off. And it took a while for me to get that money back, right? So, I, and just to, like, show you, like, it was it was bad. A whole month of September is already, like, a bad – it's usually a bad trading month. But it, it carried over into September, October, and then the market did not start recovering until, it, like, uh, I think uh, it was – November 10th, when Biden got no on November 8th, I think he got the, the news came out. And then November 10th, Pfizer announced that deal about uh um they announced their news with the COVID vaccine. So that just goes to show like the market was 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 impacted crazy for two, two and a half months for what? Because everybody was making their profit off Tesla and then selling and then selling whatever they wanted to sell to make their gains. And it's the same thing with this. When everybody, the same people who FOMO bought are going to be the same people who panic sell. And then you're just going to drive the market down for no reason. The market already needed to correct at that time. But what are you doing? You're just, you're prolonging it for a really like long period of time. All for what? Say after government? Like <laughs> that's, it's so childish to me. It's so childish. And the big issue, like Bensky said, you know, Bensky knows everything I've been ranting to him for like a day. Like two, three days, but um, until I got a headache. But um, like you, you just need to sit and and just like really, like be logical about it. You know, like don't don't following trends and that hive mentality. I told I told Bensky and I told a lot of other people, like, oh, I'm really concerned about you know the United like just people as a whole. You know, people are so upset that oh, they don't trust us to make our own decisions to to invest to do this down the third i'm like why are you guys surprised Do you see what's going on here you guys are fighting you guys it's literally like fighting emotions with logic or like facts with with i feel this and and they have facts to back it up gamestop was negative for the last two years and then you're trying to tell them i like the stock f the government i'm trying to make a, a quick buck and that's just like to me i think a lot of like a, a big issue with people especially nowadays in the age of the internet and and um, people call it age of the internet. I call it the age of misinformation now because ever since the summer uh, with COVID and everything, everybody's at home posting and doing dumb shit on the internet. So many, like, I, I, you won't believe how many conspiracy theories I saw about COVID and all this other crap. And people are really eating this stuff up. And, it, and it's really concerning that there are people out here like with such like a lack of thought, you know, doing things and actually like helping impact stuff that goes on. And and you know, like Betsy said, I'm all for people who made their bread off of it. But at the end of the day, like, are you, like they're they're not hurt, you know? They don't care. These hedge fund people don't care. And second of all, um, the people like getting upset at Robin Hood for halting trading and stopping them from buying stocks and stuff. One, Bensky, I told Bensky to tweet this stuff. But <laughs> Yo, Robinhood is not the only, um, it's not the only platform. It is the easiest, but it's e- just like, just cause it's the easiest doesn't mean it's the best Robinhood. I read an article that said, I think I talked about it before on this, but the reason why the market did so well during like one of the many reasons why market, the market did so well was because of all these newbie investors and traders, um, trying to make money during the pandemic you know and and they're all like on robin hood because it's so easy it funds the minute you deposit something that day they of course the funds won't settle but they'll give you that cash to start trading with as long as you still have it in your account so it's, it's ridiculously easy you could do something like that you know and that helped push the market up of course elon when he hops on twitter he you know he tweets some stuff and then his stock goes up uh wall street bets was another reason but you know, everybody hopping on Robinhood. You know, you guys are all here like blaming Robinhood. One, the stock, like the the the, the interface is really user friendly. I'll never I'll never rob them of that. They run the game in that. You know, I have I use Ameritrade, but I go on Robinhood to look at the charts and and the prices of stocks that they all have. But Robinhood isn't the best. It's probably one of the worst, to be very honest. They don't have a lot of a lot of companies. They don't have. They took off. You know. So I don't know why people are getting so mad because you can go somewhere else and and it is probably the worst platform for trading or investing, to be honest. At least that's my take on it. And second, they weren't the ones, they weren't the first ones who shoot the trading. I'm pretty sure Ameritrade did. I got a notification from them before I did on Robinhood. So I don't think it's fair to throw Robinhood under the bus for everything going on. Uh, um, don't take accountability off yourself. Like now after this whole, situation you see people blaming the sec uh hedge uh, wall street hedge funders and the government i and one thing i really hate about people now is that the, the nobody takes accountability for anything yes the government doesn't take accountability but in this specific situation it's not the government's fault. it's yours you know like you shouldn't you shouldn't be upset at the actions they took i i i i don't support the censorship like what like them stopping you from buying stocks just because you beat them at their own game like i of course that's wrong but i mean the government's been censoring us since muckrakers so i don't know why everybody's surprised you know they've been doing this since since uh, i don't know when the muckrakers were i'm not great with history but they've been doing this for a long time so why are you surprised like why are you getting mad at them why are you throwing robin hood under the bus like these people are just trying to protect themselves you know and i don't know i just think people should just really like like stop doing what they're great at doing and blaming the government and just take a look at themselves and, and look at the role they play cuz now you're willing to to lose all your rent money and then blame the government for that shit uh, just because you bought a stock at freaking 200 300 400 dollars like an idiot okay and honestly you could have bought apple or tesla you know apple and tesla both had their stock splits on um on august 31st tesla the highest price it went to at that stock split was at uh was 500 bucks now tesla's trading at 838 dollars you would have made your money back regardless apple the highest it went to was like 124 now it's trading at like 144 it's a slow mover but it's a progressive stock so if you if you were smart you would have just put your money into something else don't blame the government for for your bad decisions it's not the government's fault it's yours
0: no, it's a fact um like you said, like, I do also like the censorship and stuff. I, I don't like that move from Robinhood, but like, I'm not really, uh, so sur- I wasn't surprised at all. Like I wasn't surprised after something crazy like that. One, like Robinhood platform, like, um, even back when the stock split, like they froze, um, like Robinhood and TD, like during the stock split one there's just like mad people in the market. Um, it's hard to log in platforms, freeze. Can't buy, like, this not the first time, and like, this is also the first time that like securities haven't been halted, like, securities get halted all the time. Um, like, even like, I was telling Edom, like, I did a project on short selling during my internship. Um, and Citron was actually one of the companies that like I had to do research on because they're known for short selling and a bunch of other research, uh, uh funds and stuff like that. Um, but this is not the first time that securities get halted because, for example, like, that happens sometimes when they short sell, um, they have to freeze, uh sometimes when when they're short selling and they put out news that like oh this company is about to drop and it starts to tank SEC has to freeze that because it's like whoa what's happening you know what I'm saying like something something's out of the ordinary um so that happens all the time so I'm not surprised when things get you know get frozen or or halted um it is obviously like I don't agree with the fact that like you know like they did it to protect the hedge funds um hedge fund you know Counterparties. Um, I did see that video, um, on Fox news with David Portnoy where, uh, Fox news said that apparently Robin hood makes their money by actually selling data to the hedge funders, um, hedge fund investors. I didn't know that. And I think that is really sus because again, like David said, like, you know, Robin hood comes off as this like, um, retail investor friendly, friendly. Like, oh, we're all for the retail investors. So Robin hood is definitely sus for that. Um, however, um, one of them, they're not gonna
1: lose their business
0: for that. I, one hundred percent. No, no, Robin not, Hood gonna, not gonna lose, gonna their, lose business. their business. Robin Hood is gonna get oh, bad yeah. PR. Robin's gonna get bad PR. But like, you know, like, it's just so it's so user friendly. It's so easy to use. It's it's free. They were the I first ones that. to get big off of like no um you know uh no free commission commissions, trade. no commissions. You know, easy like uh, Eman said like you said yesterday, it was a like no barrier to entry. You know, what I'm saying it's just it's just too convenient and. Also, like you know, I agree with Edom. I I have a but I go on Robinhood to look at the charts so I could go purchase on a because it's just so much easier to look on Robinhood. It's just so much easier. Meritrade yeah.
1: is disgusting.
0: Yeah, Ameritrade disgusting. is disgusting. It's too ugly. Like I, I don't like the way it looks. But Robinhood, like Robinhood, is just way better interface. So Robinhood, it's not going anywhere. It's gonna. And also, what Google did apparently, Google scrubbed all the uh one star and bad reviews that people gave Robinhood. Like. Um, yeah, like when they halted the stocks, like apparently like a hundred thousand people, like, like instantly or damn near, like in a short period of time, just gave Robinhood like one stars and bad reviews. Um, so apparently like Google, like scrubbed all of that just so they can like help their buddies out. You know, these big friends, these big tech companies, these rich people, they're always going to have each other's backs. Um, and I think another reason, um, they, they froze these stocks to go help the head funders is because realistically it's those rich people who have. Bigger influence on the market than the retail traders. If you think about it, right? These hedge funders, these rich people, they're they're trading millions of dollars, billions of dollars, billions, and bro. millions of shares daily, daily, daily. daily. This money's moving time. around daily. daily. The retail investor, the average Joe like you and I, we're not moving that much weight. We're not moving that much money on the stock market. So. Of course, like they're going to look out for you know those big guys because they have more influence on how the stock market moves than the average Joe. So of course, like it's not surprising, you know, whether it's right or wrong, you can like argue that with your moms, but like it's not like it's it's going to happen because they're going to look out for each other and they're going to look out for the best interest of the market. And what's best for interest of the market are all these people who have bigger influence. That's just how it is. That's just fact. You know what I'm saying? um again whether it's right or wrong whatever but that's just how it works and you have to you know that's the game that you're in you know what i'm saying and if you don't understand the game you can't get hurt when you get you know you know when you get hurt by the plays you know what i'm saying you can't get mad when you get hurt by the plays if you don't understand the game it's it's the market the market is ruthless it's ruthless it's very ruthless
2: my mom used to tell me this quote goes if you you can't take the heat, get out the kitchen. That's a fact. And, um, yeah. I think it's just super relatable, even with you know, poking more, more holes in Robinhood. This week really exposed a lot of things, but um buying crypto up there isn't really a smart choice. Um Robin wallet, uh, you can't send or receive crypto um in or out of Robinhood. So the crypto that's in there is exactly it's is, stuck it's stuck. And that's exactly when it starts to surge because Again, they, they still need help with managing all the traffic from all their users. Um and yeah, it's just it's just the same old song that plays when um there's all this traffic like other platforms, but Robin's just sucks when you're trying to put in the order and it doesn't go through because for five or ten minutes because so many people are on the app at nine thirty. Um and yeah, I, I'm switching to going back to the rate after this week. It's it's nuts. No free promo. <laughs> There's also another uh quote that goes, um if you know you use a product that's marketed as free, um, I think it was off of the social, social dilemma movie. If you use something that's free, um you you're the you're like the experiment. Things like like Facebook and Instagram, like your your data is is being sold. Like Robinhood, like it, they're gonna they are gonna sell it um because that low super low barrier entry and you know zero um dollar commission uh trading
1: yeah the the biggest concern like especially with one of my friends alan he kept asking um uh i he kept asking how does Robinhood make its money and i was like bro I, i don't know and you know it's crazy how this week kind of exposed all that like oh well here we go you know this is how they actually make their money
0: No, that's a fact. I feel like Gary Vee might have said that something similar now. She said it like when you when you have a platform that's free, they're making money off of you. You know, what I'm saying They're, they're they're making money somehow. Um, and you know that all that all starts to make sense. Like that's why you hear like Facebook selling your data. You hear like all these companies selling your information. When something is free like that, it's either advertisements, or I'm sure where yeah, they get a bunch of money off the advertisements, but you have to be somewhat skeptical, like they're probably making money off of the user somehow, you know. I'm saying if it's free. So, you know, selling data to the hedge funders, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, it, it kind of makes sense because like if you could see if Bob has all this access, okay, these are what all our users are buying and selling and stuff like that. You know, these hedge funders probably want to know like you know what what are these retail investors buying and selling or you know doing. You know, so that's way that that way they can kind of judge their interest. Maybe they want their you know ear to the streets or you know so to speak. They could they're making their own moves and maybe they want to see like all right what are these people doing? All right, you know maybe they can learn a thing or two or they could you know be like yo these guys are buying this company this company's trash that you know let me bet against it or something like that you know what i'm saying so i'm sure i'm sure that's what's going on again is it right probably not no but you know and you change it anytime soon
1: no <laughs> like, that's the thing like i i that's uh, that's kind of like my a lot of people are here talking about like oh but you don't care about their censoring you like realistically what can you do bro what, what are you gonna do what are you gonna do censored, huh?
0: censored and it's not new it's not new is this the first time it's blatant in your face? And like, they got some balls. I'm not gonna hold you to just say, yo, you can't, you can't buy it anymore. You can only sell it. That was the OD. <laughs> that was, that was crazy. It was just in your face. Like, nah, like, we're really gonna help these touch funders get out of their
1: positions. Yeah, they're, they're probably gonna get sued. But again, like, They'll be all right. Nothing's going to happen. Like, literally, nothing's going to happen. I'm not, I sound like a pessimist in terms of, like, things changing, but realistically, you buying an overpriced-ass stock, all you're doing is making, like, their puts and shorts, I think you're, you're like, you're probably saving them money, if anything, you know? Because now all they have to do is just close out those old positions they had, open up new ones, and then buy, sell. Instead of making $18, now they're probably going to get you know, whatever price it was, and and you know, subtracted by the the new short the short price, so all you did was help them in the long run. So, yeah, Man. but f the government, right, guys? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a new age of trading, it's a revolution. <laughs> and honestly, anyone, if you think this is the wave, I, I, you're very mistaken. You're this is not going to keep going on. I don't think this is a trend unless 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 you publish, like not publish, but unless like what you're buying is founded, like, let's say if it was a, uh, I would have understood if they, if they um pumped uh AMC or pumps Nokia, because they, I mean, Nokia really didn't have, like you said, they were just doing some minor 5G work, nothing really in the works, but AMC, all they did was announce, yeah, we're not going bankrupt. Hey, hell yeah, I would have yeah, we'll buy it. That makes sense, you know. But GameStop, they're 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 on the life support, you know? They're they're dying. All you did was just prolong it. Yeah, man. So I uh, don't is it a trend? I feel like a trend
0: meaning I feel like it, it it might be a trend in the sense where it may happen or it may continue to happen, but like kind of like what Dave Ramsey said in his video, like this isn't how, like, if you know anyone who talks stocks, like this is not how any people have long-term wealth. You may get a quick buck here and <laughs> now, but like the goal isn't to get rich, it's to be wealthy. Right. And you may, may, you may make money now, but like, you're not going to have long-term wealth doing this. Like getting wealth through the stock market is not necessarily exciting and fun. Like it's, it's long, it's low-key boring. Like it's long-term investing and research and investing, but that's how it, that's how it's done. Options trading a little bit, again, that's a little bit more of a fluctuation, but like you got to know what you're doing because you can easily lose a lot of money with options trading right um but that's just not how the market works you know so these card, spikes,
1: don't try to make a quick buck off the market literally. yeah like
0: you know it's a dangerous it's a real dangerous game like you really have to be invested no pun intended and you don't have to do your research and and things like that if you're trying to see long-term wealth and like that's the goal not just to make a quick buck here and now because what you make a you make a thousand make two thousand like if you, if you're not doing it wisely, you're gonna lose that money, spend it on whatever you know. What I'm saying maybe you made your stimulus check real quick, but you just want to be careful, yo. So, man, we said a lot, it was crazy. I was like, yo, let's try and keep this to like a length of an episode. This is probably longer than a regular, longer than
1: episode, an episode <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um, we covered a lot, so let's let's recap a little bit. Four Wednesdays of January, we had the insurrection January 6th, impeachment. On the 13th, inauguration on the 20th, and market inflation on the 27th. We got the four I's. Um That was, it was a crazy month. We'll see what February um, and the rest of 2021
1: has in store. Um, it's be careful days. when you guys what are talking invest- about <laughs> whoever? So this is 2020 deluxe. What are you talking about? Yeah, this is 2024, yeah,
2: Deluxe <laughs>
0: facts. This is a deluxe album, yo. So yo, be careful when you guys are investing. Be careful. Like again, like just because this happens doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna be long term. Be careful with your money. Don't invest money that you need to eat with. You know what I'm saying? Only invest in money that you're willing to lose that you're okay, that if it goes to zero, you're you'll be fine. That's how you save yourself and you save your butts, and it's less stress that way because once you start putting your emotions, FOMO, greed, confusion, anxiety, all that. Um, we're still in the pandemic. Be safe out there. Um, Johnson Johnson released that I think uh they're trying to uh come out with their that's vaccine. Really it's cool. supposed to be, it's like 66% effective um, against COVID, but it's only like one shot. Um, so it's only one dose, but it's like 66% effective. Um, it's like 86% effective against like other diseases. So we'll see um, how how that comes out. Um, any other news? That's pretty much, that's pretty much it.
2: Uh, Novavax jumped um, like 15, um, early, last night and today.
0: That's true. That's true. So that, yeah, another 15%. Um, oh, I forgot to cover this with Biden. If anyone's interested, Joe Biden has signed 42 executive orders since he's been in office. Those are a lot, that is a lot of executive orders. Um, Close yeah, so, um, you do want to look into those because you want to know what he's passing without Congress's approval. You do want to look into those. So, um, just a few. Um, In terms of like, uh, like, racial justice, he did sign an an, uh, uh, executive order to end uh, federal contracts with private prisons, which is pretty huge. I actually want to do like a separate episode on like private prisons. I mean, like the prison industrial, prison industrial complex. Cause that is, I feel like a lot of people don't know about that. And that is, that is pretty intense. Um, but he did sign a contract to end a uh, federal contract with private prisons. Um, so that's like one of them. He did sign like some COVID release bill, uh, relief bills. Um, he did put a pause on student loan repayment. So everyone uh, with those student loans, um, you know, that is, that is a, you know, a plus. Um, I really want to see like, uh, you that student loan debt, like I, that's another whole episode too. Like, I really hope we can see that wipe out because that is honestly ridiculous. Um, over a trillion dollars in student loan debt. Um, that's like the only debt you can't go bankrupt on um you can't declare bankruptcy on like you know your kid that's that's going to follow you and your kids forever you know what i'm saying so um and when we're talking about the use of like how important a degree is going to be like you mean amen we're talking about that in the future like in the future you know that debt is probably going to look really stupid because in the future going to college is not going to be a necessity it's just you're just going to need some sort of certification and some sort of skill you know with it or you know tech you know um so we'll see how that goes um he signed some executive orders to reopen, trying to reopen some schools, um, some like elementary schools um, to expand treatment and getting people to get vaccinated. Um, wherever you are, I know in New York, it's hard to make an appointment for a vaccine. My mother works for the Department of Health. They The Department of Health ran out of vaccines to give out. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's, it's not easy to get a vaccine. So if you're interested in getting one, right? If you don't want to turn into a zombie or you're worried about turning into a zombie, you don't got to worry. But if you're trying to get one, you know, trying to get a vaccine quick, um, you know, it's not easy to make an appointment, but um, he did pass some laws to try and expand treatment, open more test centers and get those vaccines out. Um, and in terms to some immigration, he did reverse that Muslim ban that Trump put, uh, that Muslim travel ban that Trump put a couple of years back and uh yeah so those are only a few um but again he signed over 42 uh 42 executive orders um they look like mainly good stuff but again you want to know what your president is passing without congress's approval you know because again these aren't going these are just him signing it and then you know se fue. so um yeah. that's that that's this week's meal of the this week's meal of the week what are we call it first meal Me- full course meal meal this week. definitely a full course meal definitely a full course for sure for sure so um that's that's week's this week's current events um thank you man for joining us yo this is real dope you know i've been trying to tell you like don't don't be shy i'm trying to get on a podcast episode (laughs) real dope having the conversation uh letting these people know um thank you for having me. me for sure for sure if you stuck around to the end of this episode make sure you are subscribed to our youtube channel everybody eats podcast on youtube make sure you like subscribe share with your friends if you're on instagram make sure you like like follow save save the posts right instagram instagram uh your algorithm, phone. you got to save algorithm, it to right? your friends. It's all that Instagram, matters. Exactly. exactly. Instagram algorithm. Make sure you save the post because it helps out our content be distributed and to get out there more. Um, so like also, comment, also, also,
1: also, also, I know y'all are nosy. I know y'all are going through your boyfriend's and girlfriend's phone. So take it. Go check out our podcast. Give it a like, comment, <laughs> like, share, all that <laughs> stuff while you're trying to snoop through their messages. and take two seconds real quick to go show us some love. And Yeah. For sure, for sure. We love you guys. Y'all stay safe,
0: stay healthy, wear your mask, and wash your hands. Peace. Peace.